The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi and welcome to, yes, a live show of Strike Point. I know we've been a bit slack and a bit useless recently. We do apologise, but I'm David Naylor and my co-host as normal is Mikkel Dunib. Are you there, matey? Yes, I am and I'm happy to be back he is, and I know he is. live again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been a little bit sloppy lately, but um, <laughs> we're trying to work it up again and we are probably going to pre-record some more shows for when we're on the road and not available for the live show. So hopefully we'll give you more original shows, at least in the coming weeks. So um, what's up for today? Um, well, we're going to have... There's- Obviously, there's a couple of big pieces of news, really, isn't there? There's the cookies in Europe. The, there'll be no cookie monsters. Um, and obviously, Switzerland has decided to go to war with Google. Um, we've got Facebook privacy and a bit of Murdoch and Google. So it's a good mix, really, I guess. Yes, it is. Um, I don't know where to start. Maybe we should start yeah. with some of the short things, like... I guess all of you by now have heard about this new directive coming out from um, the European Union, or the Council have uh, voted on this uh, stupid, stupid uh, new law, or uh, I think it's directive it's called now, but (laughs) it's coming into law in the different European countries within, I think it's the next 18 months or something like that, a year. Basically, what it does is that it requires you to have explicit uh, permission from each and every user for each and every cookie you set. <laughs> and I think most of you can probably imagine the nightmare that's going to be. Um, basically, I mean, most websites, what they, most websites have like two, three, four, five, six cookies, and for each of them you need specific permission. And in case these persons then delete the cookies and come back to your website, you have to ask them again because you wouldn't know. So, I mean, that's going to be... That's kind of, imagine what the checkout process is going to be like now. <laughs> oh, well, it's, I mean, it's not only that. It's like, think of PHP session IDs. They're cookies as well. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, I, don't, I, I mean, it's crazy. You know what I mean? I, I can't think of anything other than it's absolutely bloody crazy. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't think they've thought about it properly. Um, okay, it's going to discourage things like pop-ups, which I think is a good thing. I hate pop-ups. Um, and you could obviously, l- home users are going to end up th- like banning things like Dart and uh, obviously DoubleClick and any of the other ad cookie systems that are coming through because they won't know what these cookies are. So if you've got like, like me like a blog and you run four or five different ad services off there, then that's going to cause issues for sure. Um 
but yeah, shopping cart systems is going to be the big one, especially if you when you do things like PayPal or you offer them different checkout services like Google Checkout. You're going to have to have the Google Checkout cookie. They're going to have to authorize that as well as your own yep. um, checkout, your own basket cookie. So I don't know. I just uh, it's a crazy one. And also, and you run five thousand pound fine if you don't do this. And don't forget the cookie you said for. For user logins, the cookie you said for commenting on your in your debate or in your blog, or the cookie that Google said if you're using Google Analytics or if you're using Omnitrium, I'm sure they're setting cookies analytics. as well. And yeah. <laughs> analytics, you know, you gotta you gotta ask for people's permission to use analytics now. <laughs> it, it's gonna be a nightmare. Uh, I, yeah. I- I, 18 I, I, months, I really, mate. 18 months we've got to come up with something awesomely clever. And the thing is, I, I think that it's... If, it's, you, if you can... if you can. Actually, I think it's... Uh, yeah, it's about... It's April 2011. Um, between now and April 2011. Um, it have to be, be, be put into force across uh, the, the European uh, member states. Um, so it is, you know... Going on now, and as far as I can see, I've been reading about it on on, on uh, outlaw.com, and uh, as far as I can see, the uh, directive is approved. So unless they make a new directive to disapprove the first one, this one is going into law. I, I, as far as I understand, I'm I'm not I'm not totally fluent in all the details of how lawmaking in, in Europe goes on, but as far as I can see, it, there's no way back from this except if they pass a new law to <laughs> dismiss the first one um, which it doesn't look like at this point um, of course, I, thinking... I, yeah I mean the other thing is I mean they can amend it can't they they don't have to pass a new law they can make things exempt you know what I mean it can, and it may be just a guideline law um, you know what I mean it's not a bit according like, to like national speed limit yeah, not a, not according, according to, to outlaw.com. Outlaw. Um, according to outlaw.com, it's uh, it, it's 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 a law that is coming into place. Uh, there's there's one exception which there's only uh, confusion about at this point. Uh, there's there's one small loophole that they're talking about uh, that you can set cookies without uh, previous uh, approval if it's a part of a necessary step where the users uh, are supposed to, to expect the cookie. So maybe we won't have to ask them before going into a shopping cart. Uh, there's there's that possibility that we mm. don't have to do that, which would be really good. <laughs> but but then what about all the other cookies that we just talked about? You know, it's still going to leave a hell of a lot of a problem. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't see how this is going to be better for the internet, if that makes sense. It, it's, it, it can only make things worse, in my opinion. And, but and I mean, again, the whole... it's, I don't see the internet as being that great a place. No, I mean the argument, the argumentation that I haven't been following the argumentation in, in, in UK and across the other countries in Europe, but I've been following it in Denmark and, and the consumer protection agencies in Denmark have been arguing why this is a good law. I think they've been lobbying for this kind of law and, and they've been arguing, well, Kugis is this little, they call it a little program that is forced on your computer and then it starts gathering all kinds of personal information about you. 
That's how they describe the cookie here. <laughs> you know, like they describe it almost like like some kind it's of sneaky, sneaky. spyware, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little program that spies on you and tells other governments what you're doing, all your dirty little secrets. It's like, oh, give me a break, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's for sure, it, there's going to be major issues. You know what I mean? Major issues. Anyway, that's um, not nothing yeah, we so, can do about I mean, it. <laughs> it's, it's, ha it's, it's happening. <laughs> yep. The only thing I think we it's, can do it's about it... It's like, there's not much we can do about it. I think what we can do about it is uh, the fact that we're speaking about it now. And hopefully a lot of you guys out there listening to this show, hopefully you will go and blog about it, talk about it, discuss it, call your local politician or whatever you do. You know, just put a little bit of pressure on it. Maybe we can turn this around. Uh, I, I still have hopes. <laughs> Anyway, I think we need to take a, a very short break. Uh, I mean, the, 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 like I say, the, the big problem that obviously you've got is that from the cookie side of it is the, did you see the thing that Google did walked around New York with like, you know what a browser is and nobody knew? You know what I mean? It's like no one knows what a cookie is. No one even knows what the bloody internet is. You know what I mean? It's like the problem <laughs> is the internet age has been thrown upon people and what's happened is that they see this keyboard, this mouse, they turn a push a button and the internet is their computer. They they don't see the it's businesses and all these other things that go together to, to feed it into their home. They see it as being a TV, uh, something that can't harm them. Well, it's not like that. Anyway, let's go for a break. Yes, let's do that. Uh, please welcome our sponsors and hang on. We'll be back in a second. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. Pixelsilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. XYZ, affiliate market. 
Are you an affiliate? If yes, yell pay me. No if, ands, or maybe. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Leave comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7Page. It's code free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host... Welcome Hi, back to and welcome back to Strike Bombing. <laughs> <laughs> that no, wasn't nobody, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows what's going on behind the scenes, so great. Uh. We're not quite sure what goes on here, but um, apparently there's a fight between Dave's computer, the <laughs> internet, and... I think the volume control and the background music. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, uh, David's computer decided to. Well, my my problem is ninety five percent. Okay, yeah. great. Dave's uh, on a Windows seven, and it decided to update right during the the show, <laughs> and it's apparently taking a lot of the resources away from his <laughs> Skype client. So um, if he's dropping out um, now and then, that uh, is because of that. Right now we have a bit going whether or not his computer will restart once it's done doing the update on, on his i7. So um, we'll see about that. But in the meanwhile, maybe we should talk about this uh, just very briefly about this uh, interesting case in Switzerland that taking uh, Google to court over the Google Street View. Uh, apparently, they think uh, Google have been violating um, switch law by first they, they they had the cameras too high, so they were in fact filming uh, over the fences of, of private uh, properties, um, and then they also been 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 uh, filming on private roads and and according to the Swiss uh, government uh, agency, they have also not been disguising um, number plates on cars and, and faces and stuff like that well enough. Um, so in any case, Switzerland got tired of them and they're now taking them to court. And they do claim that they've been trying to uh, negotiate these things with Google, but um, they say that Google have been very difficult to communicate with, which, of course, I just don't believe because Google is always so easy to reach and easy to communicate with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Um, in any case, I think it's kind of interesting because in Denmark, I, I know that in 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 the, in the UK you have all these um, surveillance cameras up in 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 London and places like that, so you kind of got used to it. 
But in Denmark, we still have a very strong opinion about, about uh, surveillance cameras. And in fact, uh, there's been several cases in Denmark where private business owners has published pictures from surveillance cameras on the web because they've been robbed. And now they've been fined in court because it's illegal to publish the pictures of criminals breaking into your business. But on the other side, nobody has questions whether Google Street View is legal. And I think it is an interesting question, you know, why is it illegal for a shop owner to publish pictures taken on his property or burglars breaking into his business, but it's legal for Google to take pictures up and down my street and even with cameras that are so high that they're essentially filming in over my fence. Um, maybe I'm naked there in my garden or whatever. <laughs> and, and, and they're allowed to put that on, on Google Street View. It's an interesting discussion. Um, are you with me, Dave? It is. It's, yeah, definitely. Now, it, to me, my biggest criticism of, of Street View has been was that they were supposed to be knocking out faces and knocking out number plates, and that just hasn't happened. Um, and I think that's that's the biggest issue for me. You know what I mean? This the fact that if you get around some of the like like the prison station, you know what I mean, uh, prisons and the schools and the police stations, you can you can see people. You know what I mean? And it's like it's you should that shouldn't be the situation. You know what I mean? It's like that's this is what they they said they would do. They haven't done it. If they haven't got the technology right to blur this out then, in my opinion, they should pull it all back until they have got the technology. But their attitude, we know it sucks from the YouTube stuff, you know what I mean, where it was very much on the lines of um, copyright stuff. Yeah, we let the, the people um, basically complain about it, and then we'll take them down for copyright infringements, not get the technology right so that, at, at the end of the day... we that that's the right way of working, you know what I mean? It's like we won't have well, what, people's number plates on the, as I'm looking at uh, Yeah, go on. Yeah, but I think actually it's a lot worse than YouTube because YouTube is hurting some copyright holders and they're making, maybe they're, they're losing some money or if there was basically a question of money, which of course is bad, but but it's not that I don't appreciate money. But in, in, in case of, of, of Street View and other surveillance, um, the case is that, that people can get personally hurt let's say that 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 you can identify a person in front of a prison or you can identify a, a person in front of an abortion clinic or maybe a gay discotheque or you know there could be so many places where if you're identified close to that people will think you somehow related to it and that could be very hurtful you yeah. could lose your job you could lose your your marriage you could lose your kids i mean you could really really lose out in a big way and I don't think it's enough to just try and blur faces because if it was my wife, you know, standing in front of, a, you know, whatever place I couldn't really imagine right now, but, you know, or, or, or maybe my wife found me in front of some place, it wouldn't be enough just to blur my face. We would still be able to recognize who it is. Um, so I think, you Especially know, if some, you're in your red suit. Exactly. You know, how many people are walking around in a red suit <laughs> coming out of a something? <laughs> HIV test clinic. It could be anything, couldn't it? It could be like a STD test clinic or anything. You know what I mean? It's, it's yes. like a gay bar. I mean, if you're coming out of a doorway of a gay bar, it'd be like, 
I was lost. If you're coming out of the doorway of a STD clinic, that's a different matter, isn't it? You know yes. what I mean? If you're coming out of a police station, well, I w- th- there was an accident, I saw it. You know what I mean? It's, there's a positive and negative. You know, coming out of a brothel, there's no positives and negatives there, is there? You know what I mean? If you come out and you're all hot and sweaty, uh, I'm sorry, but I think you may have been up to no good in there. So it is, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, you know, and the fact like you said that the camera heights go over walls that normal people, when they're walking, wouldn't be able to look over. Nope, so exactly. all of a sudden you've got this whole situation where, where it's, it, it is, it's, it's just a little bit naughty really. Yeah, I, as far as the article that I was reading on BBC News about this uh, court case in Switzerland, uh, Google Street Views was, in fact, forced to lower the cameras in Japan uh, some time ago. So, I mean, they, they, you know, when they are forced to it, they, they will change the way that they do it. But it, I just think, you know, it's, it's actually very arrogant that they just go ahead and do these kind of things without, uh, without asking, without talking to people, without, you know making sure that they respect uh, the privacy of, of people. Um, so I think actually it, it's, it's yeah. very arrogant. That's what it is. Anyway, I mean, the thing about it is, is that it's, it's very much... I was going to say one last thing on it. It's very much yeah, on yeah. the lines of where what happens a lot of the time is you get the situation where if we break Google's rules, we get kicked out straight away. No questions asked. And they say, well, you should always follow the guidelines before you do. It's better to ask permission before doing. I've always lived by the rules of like, do it and if they're upset with me, then I'll fix it later, which is Google's attitude. Um, So I'm kind of a bit of a hypocrite when it comes down to the privacy side of things. But it's, you know what I mean? It's like they they want us to play by their rules. They should at least play by our rules. No, and but I mean, to me, there's a big difference. Honest. You know, to me, mark, to me, marketing is a war. And I, I, I admit that I've been very cynical about marketing and saying, you know, do whatever it takes, you know, do what, whatever works for you. But I think to me, there's a, there's a very big difference. And, and actually, we, we talked about it a few weeks ago with uh, Beth from, from, from um, Search Cowboys, you know, about uh, the thing that, that Danny also brought up in his blog recently. I think there's a difference between the role that we take on on each other as professionals, as professional businesses, as a, as a, as a business against Google, as a professional entity on the web. And, and then when innocent uh, people get hurt, when innocent bystanders get hurt, you know, when, you know, it's fine that Google want to do street view, you know, it's, it's fine that you want to optimize your website. But, but to me, I draw the line when, when innocent bystanders get, get really seriously hurt and, and, you know, people can get hurt from what Google is doing with Street View, and that's not acceptable to me. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's. I, I've someone told me that they'd cleaned up all of the um, number plate issues in the UK, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go to your hospital and see how many number plates I can find on there, and within seconds, I'd found one. Is that a bit weird? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Within literally within seconds, I've got, I found another one. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like it's, you know what I mean. It's like it's, and it's not hard to find these. You know what I mean. It's like okay, it's only a hospital. You know what I mean. But what was if that was a school? Um, or what was if that was like you say, like a prison? You know what I mean. It's like I've got a personalised number plate. I wouldn't want my number plate 
stuck outside of a prison or anything like that. You know, what I mean? it's 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 bad karma. Um, yeah, anyway. and it is an invasion of well, privacy. Have we got? Have we got? That was like a private it, car park. I I can't understand how. Why they even driving around in a car park? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, what were you lost? It's like th- there's a road here that is not really a road. You know what I mean? This road is taking me through a wall. It's like, what the hell? Oh, there's yeah. someone in the hospital with their face not masked. Yeah, it's awesome. Anyway, I think we need to take a, a very I, quick no, break. It's, um, and introduce our sponsors once again. And uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. So um, hang on. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. PixelSilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Strikepoint. Everyone, I'd like to say that my Windows machine has updated successfully and didn't restart, so, Mikkel, you were wrong. Let's start point that <laughs> Okay, I only won. It's getting anyway. better, mate. It's getting better. 
<laughs> anyway, last topic of today is um, News Corp. They are set to consider blocking Google, uh, and they have some interesting talks with Microsoft. But what is all that about? Uh, I think you've been probably hearing about the rumor about Rupert Murdoch uh, wanting to um, go for a paid subscription model with um, all of his newspapers, at least some of the newspapers like Wall Street Journal and Times of London. And also in Denmark, Berlingske Tidene is uh, one of the biggest newspapers here. They also owned by Robert Rupert Murdoch. Why can't I say his name today? I don't know what it is. Anyway, uh, they've been talking <laughs> about moving to this subscription model all across the world, I, I guess. Uh, and now they want to block uh, Google. Apparently, he doesn't lock, like them that much. So uh, that's interesting, isn't it? Well, I mean, one of his products is Wall Street Journal. So if you take something like the WSJ, I would imagine they've got enough. I don't find the BBC via Google. Okay, I go to the BBC to get my news. I go to the BBC to get my football um, results and things like this and news. So I don't actually use Google for the BBC. And my guess is most people don't. I could be wrong. Uh, but I guess that most people don't, and they've got a good I, customer base. Now, I said this years. Say again, sir, mate. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't have access to the to the stats from from Royal Street Journal or Times of London. But I have been working uh, as a consultant for some of the biggest ne- big newspapers, uh, other big newspapers uh, in, in in Denmark and other places, and I've seen the stats. And and I'll tell you, the newspapers are getting more traffic really good traffic from from organic search in, in especially in Google of course um, than most other websites and we're talking millions of visitors uh, if 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 hmm. can I very much doubt that they can afford to lose those visitors if they want to drive an online uh, business model because apparently search is driving a lot of the online traffic on their uh, Online uh, online versions of newspapers. So um, I'm not sure you're right about that. But again, I mean, I could be wrong. For some of there could be some. I mean, maybe Wall, Wall Street Journal have a large enough uh, user base um, just on 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 people that are, that are typing in. But uh, for a lot of other newspapers, I really doubt that. I don't, so. like I say, I don't know. I don't work for any newspapers. Um, if there's any listeners that do work for the newspapers and want to share that information, I'm all ears. Um, but you know what I mean? I've, I said, like, most probably 18 months ago, if the if, from a monetization point of view, the BBC, okay, they can't monetize it because they're not allowed to run advertisements and the taxpayer pays for it in the UK. Um, but a site like the BBC, it would be so easy for them to pick a winner and go, right, we're going to go with Bing and that's it. So our news will be indexed on Bing. Our news will be syndicated on Bing. And any impressions that are served via the Microsoft product, Microsoft pay. The same as if they were paying to run advertisements on that website. Um, and it's just a, a, an impression basis. You know what I mean? It's like it's what Google do with their AdWords. Um, we buy advertising space on Google. Um, in the same way, it's like they, they could sell their content to the search engines but by uh, just saying, yep, we'll sign an exclusive deal. But for every impression, we want X, Y, Z. I mean, there's there's no doubt that there's um, 
there's a, a misbalance between content owners and, um, and 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 search. I mean, right now, especially Google, but I mean, if you look over the past ten years, the search engines in general have been fueling obscure amount of money on on organic search, and in the same time, most of the content providers providing all that content for the profits that search have been driving have been losing money and so there is a there isn't you know there is a problem there and 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 in some way or another some of the money that are floating to search needs to float to content owners and i mean i'm pretty sure of that i'm just not sure exactly what the best model for it is but i'm pretty sure that google is going to have to pay more for 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 what they get and content owners should be getting more for what they're providing. But I also think that, that yeah. the newspapers may be a little unrealistic in terms of how much they can gain because to me it looks like the, the newspaper business is doing the same errors that the music business is doing and in fact maybe also the airline business in, in, in the fact that they are expecting some magical way to get their business back the way that it was. They're not going to get that. I don't think that they're ever going to get the same kind of revenue streams that they used to have. So they need to adapt, and they don't want to adapt. They don't want to cut cost where they – I mean, in, in Denmark, for instance, and I, I guess it's the same in a lot of other countries, newspapers have offices in the most expensive places of Copenhagen. And, and, and it goes back to the time where every, everything that was important took place in, in the inner city of, of Copenhagen and they had to be there. But that's not how it works anymore. You know, they don't need to be there anymore. They don't need to have these outrageously expensive offices. And also, you know, this is very controversial in Denmark. Journalists, they just get paid too much. <laughs> you know, that's it. You know, when you get out of, of journalism so, in Denmark, Right out of journalism school in Denmark, you're making more than ten thousand dollars a month. That is ridiculous. You know, you know, with a four-year education, you should not, right out of school, be making ten thousand dollars a month. Uh, especially not since other people with the same type of education, same length of education, are not getting anything even close to that. Uh, so I think that the yeah. newspapers they are doing the wrong way. Yeah, here's the here's the problem that I have. Okay, so I do a search for I don't know. I'm not even going to do a search because I I wouldn't even know what is happening in the UK at this moment in time. So I'm going to go to the BBC News, click on UK, and see. Please send expenses cases uh, referred by prosecutors. So basically, there's six MPs and peers with the expenses um, that's being sent to the police. Okay, now this is the BBC reporting on this. If the BBC didn't have a news service and didn't do reports, Google's not going to do this. Google is not going to. Google is not going to be able to report on the fact that the MPs and the peers' expenses cases have been referred to prosecutors. Somebody has to report on this. Yeah. Somebody has to lead with the story, has to break the story. And that's what I'm looking from the journalists. I'm not looking for the fact that, that this web, you know, I mean, the BBC, the BBC's covering it. But I would imagine that if I look at the MPs, peers case, uh, refer to prosecutors, I'm going to put that search term into Google. I'm pretty damn sure there's going to be no Google person 
basically written about this. You know, there's 17,000 articles already on it. Um, the Daily Mail's covering it. You know, the Telegraph's covering it. And there's a load of scraper sites covering it. But there will be a reporter that reports on this. And I think that that's the difference, is that most of this stuff is just regurgitated crap. That They're not real reporters anymore. They're looking for something that they can just fluff up and push out there. What I want to see is some, you know what I mean, it's some integrity. Get back to journalism the way that it was supposed to be. Uh, and I think and that's where you would actually get a, a, a model that you could actually charge for. You know what I mean? The fact is that the, the Daily Mail or the Telegraph or the Sunday Times has done a, a, a journalistic story on something, and this is the story. This is what we've investigated. This is it. Um, this is what's on the newswire at the moment, A, B, and C. Um, and just have one point of call for because there's so many conflicting stories. The, where's the truth anymore? Um, yeah, but so I mean, I'm it, kind it, of like no, caught in the middle bit. I mean, there's no doubt that that uh, people want to pay for content. I mean, I was just thinking about it the other day. I got this email about some study. I think it was uh, maybe it was Jupiter Research or some other research institute that put out a a huge study of something. You know, we all know these studies, and it was like uh, I think it was three hundred and ninety six dollars, something like that. Uh, which is a huge sum of money talk when you when you compare to what what a newspaper charges for 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 its for its content now I say charge for for newspapers but people buy this study you know a lot of people go and buy this research by these research institutes that's why they make them uh, it's actually a very good business to do it so people want to pay three four five hundred dollars for one twenty page PDF report and yet the newspapers are finding a way to have people pay for, for their content. I think it's a lot to do with what they actually put into it. And, and as you say, maybe they need to get back to some really good old school journalism where they dig hard and long and, 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 and make something really, really original, the prize-winning journalism. Um, maybe that's what people want to pay for. Uh, because the the, the, the yeah. everyday news, as you say, is all over the the, the, the news anyway. So so it's it, if it's not exclusive, why should why should I be paying for it? You know what I mean? And it is. It's it's to me. It, it's and I, I'm no journalist. I'm not freaking right. You know what I mean? I just throw monkeys at a keyboard and hope it makes some kind of sense. Um, and it is. It's very much on the lines of. It's come on, guys. It's give me something that is just not regurgitated that that I can get my teeth into, um, and I'll pay for that. You know what I mean? But I think I, that the newspapers give me, give me the, the the headlines from other areas. But but newspapers newspapers you know, are making the same fundamental uh, mistake that the music business is. The music business think that it's in the business of producing CDs or producing albums or whatever they're producing. Uh, they're not. They're in the entertainment business. And the newspapers think that they're in the business of printing newspapers or building websites. They're not. They're in the journalism business. And the newspaper business needs to get back to journalism. And the music business needs to get back to music. 
<laughs> and then from there on, find out what is the best way to bring that to people. And it's definitely not by having uh, huge houses of printing machines and driving out all this uh, paper every day. And it's definitely not by being focused on, on, on old school ways of distributing uh, music. And they need to get back to what it really is. But the problem is that both the music industry and the newspaper business have been building this huge infrastructure, the music business, they have CD plans and they have distribution uh, uh, exclusivity and they own stores and they have all this shit lined up that are all, you know, need to be financed. And so they're so dependent on, on having business model where they finance all this infrastructure and really they need to tear down that infrastructure and start all over again and focus on what it really is that they're doing. Yeah, it's... They need to go back to the, the – if they want to get the revenues, what they used to get when, they, when they're being journalists and not um, media companies, then go back to journalism. I think it's a simple – I could be totally yeah. wrong. What do I know about journalism? But I tell you what I know about privacy. <laughs> Facebook's privacy sucks. <laughs> yeah, let's touch that one. We would you were just referring uh, – I think we've got a few yeah. minutes left here. Yeah, that's – yeah, let, let, let explain about it. It was a classic one. I think, where did I read it? Um, it was ABC News, I think. Could be wrong. Um, and basically, a woman in has lost uh, insurance. For, she's basically been off work for 18 months with depression and... And basically what's happened is that she went after a vacation with her mother and a few nights out with friends. There were some photographs posted of her being happy. Um, and therefore they said because she was happy, she couldn't be a manic depressive. And therefore Canada's um, Man U Life Financial Insurance went, nah, that's it, we're stopping the checks. Um, which is like, it's... I. It goes back time and time and time again to the situation where it's like, if you put anything on the internet, it's going to get picked up. So yep. any young girls out there of like 18 years of age, if you think letting your boyfriend take a quick booby shot on his camera is not going to end up on the internet one day and is going to come back to haunt your ass, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, and I say it over and over and over and over to people. You don't put anything on there that A, you wouldn't want your mother to see, and B, you wouldn't want your employee, employer to see. If it fits those two criterias, and I'm not thinking about like what you're thinking now because you're 16, 17, 18, and you literally have had a few glasses of wine, you think it's a good idea, yeah, and he truly loves you and he will love you for a long, long time. He won't. He'll take the photograph and he will sell it. He will put it on the internet. At the moment, I heard that I was talking to some guys about um, amateur porn. And they're paying like £100 for like 10 photographs. As long as you can send two of the person with clothes on and eight naked, they'll give you 100 quid. Does that not entice people to go <laughs> out there and go, you know what, for 100 quid, it's most probably worth me going out and playing snogger dog for real. And going out there, getting some, getting drunk, taking some girl back to your place, snap, 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 a few photographs, paid for the night. 
And it's not so only, do it. it's not only just pictures. Just I mean, don't it's let also people take photographs. And I mean, it's not only just the pictures. It's also what you're what you're, yeah. what you're posting online. I mean, I've been involved in a, in a, in a number of, of court cases over the past couple of years. In every single one of them, there's been evidence put forward from the web. Most often, like, oh, but you said this in this yeah. debate. Or you said this, and then people are like, hey, but that's totally out of context. And we were just some guys, you know, we were drunk and we were chatting on the web, and it was it was not serious. But then they're like, it's evidence. This is what you said, isn't it? You know, and it's like, oh yeah, but I mean, yeah, this is totally what you said. Yeah. evidence. And and so I mean, really, really be careful about. I, I you know I learned to be a lot more careful over the past few years uh, uh, on, on on what I say. It doesn't mean that I don't say controversial things and I go don't you know I don't restrict myself that much. But I do think about what the consequences of what I put forward uh, could be. Me, exactly the same as actually I. I think it normally after I've done something stupid. <laughs> after I've typed and pressed the button and go, damn, I wish I never pressed that button. And then I think, oh, I'll delete it tomorrow. And then I forget to delete it. And then it comes back and bites my ass nine times out of ten. Anyway, we're coming to the end of the show. Um, Studio so, yeah. wanted me just to mention that you can listen to all the, all the new episodes of Strike Point every Monday, nine o'clock in Denmark. 8 o'clock in the UK. If you're in the States, God bless you. Um, it's 3 p.m. East Coast and 12 p.m. West Coast. And like little hours in between the East and the West. You can work it out anyway. You're not thick, are you? Because you listen to the show. Anyway, we are promised hand on heart that we're going to do more live shows. And we're going to be better. Well, I think we're quite well prepared tonight, really. Four articles to cover. We covered all four of them. If there's anything you want us to cover, Hit the studio up or hit me up on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is just Dave Naylor. Uh, Mickles is just Denib. Yep. Is it? Can yep. I remember your Twitter address? Yeah. That's yep. impressive. <laughs> so just hit us up and we'll cover it. Ta da! <laughs> See you all next week. Roll music! Roll music!